listening to the Pipeline Show with Gee Flaming. Badass. It is badass. Really it's cool. Badass. Yeah. It's the Pipeline Show with Gee Flaming. It's the uh, NCAA Campus Report segment brought to you by College Hockey Inc. If you are a player and wanting to explore all your options and uh, haven't thought too much about the college option and uh, want to learn more about what you need to do to maintain your NCAA eligibility. Maybe you got uh, a player in your family that is considering the college path. Why don't you check out collegehockeyinc.com, maybe get in touch with uh, Nate Ewell or any of the people at College Hockey Inc., and uh, they'll steer you in the right path. Uh, my guest today is a Canadian who uh, is playing for Northeastern and uh, also one of the uh, 70 or 80 uh, players uh, on the, uh, I, I would say the short list, but it's a rather long list of uh, of Hobie Baker nominees. Uh, my guest is Jeremy Davies uh, from uh, Northeastern. Uh, Jeremy, welcome to the Pipeline Show. How are you? Thanks for having me. I'm doing good. Good. It's a pleasure to get a chance to speak with you. And, uh, boy, you guys are having a, a pretty fine season. You're leading the team in scoring. You mentioned the Hobie Baker nomination. Uh, I have to think you're pretty happy with the season so far. Yeah. Um, you know, we've had a, a really good season so far. Um, we've got a really, a really, um, good team, really deep, uh, really good goaltending goal and, uh, an awesome coaching staff. So, um, we're happy with the way our season's, uh, been going and we got one more game until playoffs. Yeah. Second place right now as we're, sp- as we're speaking, uh, in hockey East in the conference, but you have that one more game coming up this weekend. Now you guys have been, uh, playing some pretty consistent hockey and getting a lot of wins here in the second half. I know you had somewhat of a, a bit of a, you know, win one, lose one sort of stretch in mid January to mid February, but uh, since then, You've just been racking up the wins. How important is getting this last win against New Hampshire getting into the playoffs? Uh, it's huge. It's huge for placement. Um, you know, we know how big the game is, uh, how much it means, and um, it's also important for us to make sure we play well uh, on Friday so we have some momentum going into the playoffs. Is there concern at all with in terms of the pairwise in the national tournament? You guys sitting right now 11th in the pairwise, but... For me, that's like trying to figure out Greek. Yeah. Uh, sometimes uh, trying to understand the pairwise. You guys know exactly where you stand. Do you, I mean, is it, uh, it? You're not in a situation where you have to win hockey East to get in, right? You're, you guys are okay. Um. Yeah. Uh. We're we're not too sure about that. Uh. Like you said, it's a pretty complicated system. <laughs> yeah. But uh, obviously, the pairwise is something that's always in the back of our mind. But at the end of the day, it's just another hockey game. Uh, I think no matter where you you stand in the pairwise or in in the rankings, um, you always want to play well. And um, Friday is just another one of those nights. All right. Well, take me through uh, parts of the season. I know in uh, uh, late November, you guys, or I guess mid November, you started really going to roll. I think you won eight games in a row, something like that. And then I mentioned you had that little bit of a dip. When you look back at the uh, the, the success you had early on, what was going right for you that maybe wasn't there when the losses started to come your way, or was it just quality of competition? Uh, I, th- I think it's a bit of both. Um, we we are we're off to a really hot start there, um, but but at the same time we had a couple out of conference games, and um, you know we might have played some weaker teams where we were able to put up a bunch of goals, mm-hmm. um, and I think we got a, we might have gotten a little too high. Um, and then we played some really good competition in uh, UMass Amherst and Providence, um, and I think we kind of took our we might have taken our opponent um, a little too lightly. Um, but I, I, I think that was uh, a good experience for our team to uh, kind of go through because I think we've grown as a team from it. Um, we now know how much every game means, and 
um, how we have to treat every game the same way. Um, so I think we're a better team from all our ups and downs. And, um, you know, we look forward to um, our last game here on Friday and then the playoffs. Yeah, I was going to ask if, if you know, I'm sure you'd like to win every game in the season and go undefeated, but having a little adversity along the way might actually make you a better team once the playoffs get here. Yeah, no, it uh, it, it definitely did. Um, you know, we we're, we know we're not going to be undefeated throughout the whole season. That's just not a, a realistic goal. Um, so uh, we, we don't strive to be perfect. Um, we, we know there's going to be a lot of ups and downs, and um, we use them as kind of learning uh, learning curves and um, hurdles that we have to go through. And, um, you know, we take pride in watching tape and watching video and, uh, you know, kind of doing our homework and see what we can get better at. Um, so I think those two weekends against those two really good teams were kind of um, learning curves for us, and um, I think it's made us a lot uh, um, of a better team because of it. Well, and who knows? Your chances are pretty good. You'll run into one or both of those clubs uh, in the Hockey's Conference playoffs as well along the way, so you can exact some revenge there. Uh, the uh, Jeremy Davies is my guest here on the Pipeline Show, leading scorer with uh, the Huskies of Northeastern. Uh, tell me about the Beanpot experience for you. This is year three, so you've been through it, but uh, coming away with a, a, a championship like that, that's got to be a thrill. Yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah, my freshman year, uh, we, we kind of had a tough go. Uh, we lost in the first game against Harvard, um, and then we played in the Constellation game the week after. Um, that was a big disappointment for us. Mm-hmm. Um, so kind of going into it, our my sophomore year, um, I thought we had a really talented team. Um, we had some high scoring forwards, some really good goaltending going for us. So um, we kind of saw that as an opportunity to win it for the first time in 30 years. And um, we were able to pull that off. Um, you know, it's probably, I tell people, it's the most fun I've ever had playing hockey. And um, that feeling kind of never gets old. So to repeat at this time, it um, it was just awesome for our group. And, um, you know, we're, we're so thrilled um, that we were able to get another win and go back to back. Now you're a Canadian kid, right? Did well, what about yeah. uh, just outside of Montreal? Yeah. So l- go back when you. I mean, when you're a kid, was Northeastern even? Did you even had you heard of Northeastern? I mean, thinking of the bean pot and what it meant to you now. Look back ten years ago, you, had you even heard of it? No. Yeah. Um, I, I I didn't even know what college hockey was until I was about sixteen or seventeen. Um, growing up, I was always watching Q games, and I always wanted to go to the Q. I got drafted to the. Uh, the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League, and it was always a goal of mine to play there. And then um, I had someone introduce me to um, college hockey, and I was fortunate enough to go watch a couple games. Uh, Mike Matheson is a player who kind of paved the way for me, Um, and I was really lucky to go watch him play for BC um, when I was about 16 or 17. And then uh, I kind of put the cue aside, and I had some new goals that, in mind that I wanted to achieve and that was to attend a Boston school. Um, and I think I, I made the right decision coming to Northeastern. All right. Why Northeastern? You mentioned Boston college and obviously BU's there, Harvard's there. There's a number of schools in that area. Uh, in even in Maine, if you wanted to be a little closer or Vermont closer to home, why uh, specifically Northeastern was the, the right fit for you? Yeah. Um, I think the biggest part about Northeastern that kind of separates um, them from BC and BU is um, the underdog mentality um, and the blue-collar attitude that comes along with playing for Northeastern. Um, There's just so much compete within our team. 
um, to get in the lineup. Um, you know, there's no superstars on this team. Uh, unlike uh, some other teams, we're really deep, and we know the way we need to play, um, you know, to, uh, to to beat teams like BC and BU. Um, and, I mean, since I've been here, and I've been fortunate enough to play on such great teams with such great players um, that have really developed into, you know, a couple NHLers at Northeastern. So um, I think Northeastern's kind of taken that underdog mentality and and right now is, is on top, especially in the past two years because of the bean pot. Uh, now, you said uh, as a kid growing up, you wanted to play in the queue. You were drafted by, I want to say it was Victoriaville, if I remember correctly. That's correct. Now, when you decide yeah. to, to finally say, okay, I'm going to go to the college route, is that an easy choice to make because you'd been wanting to play in the queue your whole life? I mean, there's takes a little bit of courage to suddenly back away from that. Yeah, it uh, it was uh, it was definitely a pretty tough decision, but um, and I was uh, I was a little immature at that age. It's pretty tough to make those huge decisions for uh, for yourself as a 15, 16, 17 year old. So credit goes to my parents um, with kind of helping helping guide me and sending me off to the USHL. Um, which was a huge step for me, and then getting that uh, that offer from Northeastern, um, it, it was a no-brainer for me and my family, and um, it, it's it's paid off uh, big time. Uh, no kidding. Well, seventh round pick by the New Jersey Devils back in uh, 2016. Uh, that was after your second season in the USHL with the uh, Bloomington Thunder, who have become the Central Illinois Flying Aces, and they're folding now. So I don't know if you had heard yeah. that news, but uh, uh, they're uh, not playing. Next year, we'll see what happens uh, with that club. But your two years in the USHL, um, there are a number of Canadians. Most of the, most of the Canadians in the USHL actually come from out east. Um, but uh, did you talk to some other guys who had uh, gone that route as well, uh, find out what that league was about before you got there? Yeah. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of leagues out there. There's the BCHL and, and leagues like that, and there's Ontario leagues. But the one that kind of sticks out and in terms of commitment and development and at the college level and at the NHL level is the USHL. Mm -hmm. Um, and seeing Mike Matheson go to Dubuque from, um, from my midget team to Dubuque and then to Boston college, it, it, uh, you know, it kind of gave me that vision of doing the same thing. And, um, I was really fortunate to be able to play on, um, such a great, um, team there that we had in Bloomington for two years um, I, I think I took some huge steps there, and then um, it really got me prepared to come play um, in hockey and be able to contribute to my team. Jeremy Davies of Northeastern is my guest here on the Pipeline Show in the NCAA Campus Report. Uh, playing for Jim Madigan, uh, how has he helped you become a better player? Um, he he's helped me. He's helped me, uh, you know, become a better player, person, student. Um, he he holds you accountable. A uh, big thing I've been focusing on since I've been here is my my play away from the puck and my play in my own zone. Um, and he he's definitely sat me down. He's had some meetings with me. Um, you know, reminding me what what I need to work on to get to the next level. Um, it's not something he takes lightly because he you know he wants to see his players succeed. Um, and just being being a part of a culture that he's created here. Um, like I said, it's a blue collar mentality. You come to work every day and you, you, you really put in the work and practice and you take steps forward throughout the week for, um, the weekend game. So that's, it's really been something, um, fun to be a part of. And, um, he, he's been 
great to play for. I wonder what your expectations were for the team this year coming into the season. No Adam Gaudet, no Dylan Secura, no uh, Nolan Stevens. So you lost three really big scores from last year's club. Yet it doesn't, at least in, the, in terms of the standings, hasn't seemed to really affect uh, your success at all this year. Now, I mean, you're leading the team in scoring at 32 points. I mean, Goddard had what 60 or something last year, so it's a yeah. you know more offense by committee sort of feel this year. Yeah, no, we we knew we were going to be a different team, but we we also knew that we weren't going to be a worse team. Um, um, it, it's it's been different this year, that's for sure. But we're so deep. Um, in some ways, it's better because we're having everyone chip in and everyone contribute and everyone feels a part of the uh, the puzzle and part of the success here. Um, our forwards have been great. You know, we got four lines going pretty much every night, and um, you know, we got four D that log a lot of minutes. But we're, we're we also have five and six who um, are, are freshmen and who are able to kind of step up for us when we need them to to play um, to play on any given night. And um, obviously, we have Caden Primo uh, in Nets, who I don't need to say too much about. Um, so we've been a lot. It's been a lot different than last year, that's for sure. But we're really with happy with the way it's played out so far. Now, Jeremy, I assume, uh, I mean, as a defenseman leading the team in scoring, you've got the green light to go uh, offensively from the coaching staff. Uh, you're an offensive-minded guy. Offense has always kind of been your thing. So it, uh, to some degree, comes naturally for you? Um, Yeah, it's it's always something I've loved to do. Um, You know, it started when I was young, I think, playing, playing a lot of three-on-three. Um, playing out outdoors with my buddies. I've always loved the the offensive part of the game. Um, I actually played forward for a couple of years until I was about um, 14 or so. Um, so it's always been I've always loved creating goals, scoring goals, helping helping the team score goals. Um, but at the same token, I understand that um, I'm a defenseman and defense comes first, and um, I'm always team to 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 create goals, but at the same time, stop them from, stop the other team from scoring goals. So it's something I love. It's something I try and do, something I try and bring to the team, but, um, balancing my game out and being a two-way defenseman is definitely something I've tried to work on and it's something I'm going to need to do in order to get to the next level. Well, speaking of the le- next level, uh, Devil Fan would want me to ask about, uh, what you think about, you know, next year and what comes next for you. I, I'm sure you're focused on, uh, just uh, the next game and, and getting through the uh, hockey's playoffs and into the national tournament. But do you think about the next step and and when that might be? Um, it, it to be honest, it's something I thought about a little bit. Um, it's it, you know it's in the back of your mind. It's something you think about, but um, I don't think it's a dis- decision that most players should make during the season. Um, like I said, we've we've played a couple huge games the past couple weeks and. Like I said, we got a big weekend coming up here, and then and then it's playoff time. So, um, it, it's a decision I'm gonna have to make, but um, there's gonna be a time for that at the end of the season. And um, I like the opportunity that our team has right now, and um, making the most out of this opportunity is the most important for myself and my teammates. What is your relationship like with the Devils during the season? Are they in contact with you or your advisor uh, all the time? Yeah, no, it's been great. Um, ever since I've been drafted there, they, they treat their, they treat their prospects extremely well. Um, any questions, concerns that I might have about my game, they tell me, um, they usually have someone at most of my games. Um, and I'm in contact with their player development. Um, if there's something they see that they want me to work on, they, they tell me right away and, um, go in there 
for a development camp in July is definitely a week I have circled on my calendar. It's it's a lot of fun. We get treated treated like NHLers and mm-hmm. get to meet a lot of the staff and the prospects and some current players too. So it's 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 been awesome so far. It's been really fun to be a part of and um, to be drafted by them was really excited, really, really exciting. Well, Jeremy, you're having a fantastic season. Uh, one more game to go in the regular season, and then things get really interesting. We'll be watching from afar. Thanks for your time. Best of luck. All right. Thanks, man. Take it easy. That was Jeremy Davies from Northeastern playing for the Huskies, a defenseman there, and having a terrific season. Not often you see defensemen leading the team in scoring, but he is one of those guys this year for the Huskies. So, Devil fans, I know you'd want me to ask uh, when he's turning pro and all that stuff. Never really expect much of a revealing answer from a player, but uh, there you go. All right, after the next break, uh, we'll turn on the 2019 Draft Spotlight twice to finish out uh, this week's show. My next guest, his name is Josh Nodler. He plays for the Fargo Force in the USHL, ranked in the top uh, 100 for NHL Central Scouting, at least in North America. Fully expect he's a uh, top three-round kind of guy. Slated to go to Michigan State, but also has the CHL option with the Sarnia Sting. And yes, I did ask the question, and he did answer. Learn more about Josh Nodler when we come back. You're listening to the Pipeline Show with Guy Flaming. McCarthy trying to get it out of his own zone. Picks it up again behind the USA goal. This time a safe play, and he finds Turcotte. With Gildon, shorthanded, and over the line, Turcotte. Out in front, score! What a move! Alex Turcotte, a shorthanded goal. It's Alex Turcotte from Team USA, and you're listening to the Pipeline Show. 